You're listening to episode number 49 of Radical Shift, how to have that hard conversation so everybody feels like they come out ahead. If you've been avoiding a challenging conversation because you just don't want to upset that apple cart, you are going to love this podcast because not only are you going to learn what to say, when to say, how to say it, but you're going to know why it's important to do it right now. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so grateful that you are here with me investing in yourself and I get to be a part of that journey. So in this podcast, oh my gosh, who's having a hard time with a conversation right now? Have you been up at night mulling it over in your brain, trying to get out the right words, trying to figure out exactly how to say it, waiting for that perfect moment to have it all out, right? It could be with a loved one, it could be with a business partner, it could be with your kid or somebody down the street, a neighbor. Oh, those hard conversations. It's just easier to avoid them, right? Maybe not, right? (laughs) So if you are one of those people, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you figure out what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. So it's done and over with, and you can both finally move on. So how many times have you held back and you finally had that hard conversation and you're like, holy crap, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Or maybe you did have that hard conversation and it turned into an absolute nightmare and you're like, I'm never doing that again. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Or maybe, and this is usually why people avoid hard conversations, your parents fought. Your parents had arguments and you just can't stand arguments. You will do whatever you can to keep peace in the valley. I will let you walk all over me as long as we have peace. I just want peace. And I think that's a majority of people out there. A lot of my friends and family and people in my tribes and people I meet, they are they are the most amazing people and they will not want to ruffle anybody's feathers. They just want peace in the valley. They don't want to upset anybody. And yet, their health is suffering, their mindset's suffering, their self-confidence is like going down the toilet faster than anything because they can't say anything. They just don't want to upset anybody. So I have a friend who, she just had a difficult conversation. She was working on a project, writing some music. She was creating some beautiful work, not her best, she thought. And she also wasn't enjoying the project that much. She liked the people she was working with. She thought they were pretty cool. But the project itself, no, not really hers. She wanted out. But she couldn't bring herself to let those people know. She thought it would be the end of their friendship. She thought, gosh, what are they going to say about me online to other people in our circles if I just suddenly back out? And she really struggled with this for nights, for weeks. She would lay awake trying to come up with the right words. Finally, she booked a time. She said, this is going to be quick. It's only going to take a couple minutes. This project isn't for me. It just, I can't get my heart into it. And I'm going to go my own way. I wish you guys the best. And 
I hope we can part amicably and professionally. And as she hung up and uh, started to write down her thoughts after that call, the weirdest thing happened. She had these one song after another song, after another song, after another song come to her. She sat and wrote out like five or six songs that were coming to her all of a sudden after she got that big monkey off of her back. She finally had the ability to create like she did before. Now, personally, I had this situation where I was living in London, starting my own business, and decided to fly home to visit my family for Christmas. And when I got home, I noticed that my dad certainly wasn't himself. He wasn't able to lift my luggage. He wasn't cracking jokes like he used to. He was sort of melancholy. Um, and my family just kind of said, well, I think it's I think it's just because of harvesting season. He works really hard and, you know, he's still kind of, he had this heavy cough that lingered on from harvesting season and it bothered me. But after I said that, and that was their excuse for it or their reasoning, not excuse, let me, bad choice of words, reasoning for it. I didn't want to upset them. I didn't want them to think, hey, this is something worse. I wanted my visit to be a really good visit. I didn't want it to be hung with this uh, issues of dad's health. I thought, and also I trusted my family. I thought maybe they know better than I do. You know, they are around him all the time. So I kept my mouth shut. My mom and I were washing dishes together and I kind of felt like I should bring it up and ask her one more time. But hey, no, keep your mouth shut. Just just let it be easy in there. And then um, I was at my sister's house. We were sitting at her kitchen table visiting and I felt like, oh, I should tell her and ask her about it a little bit more. And nope. Couldn't get myself to say it. Just shoved it back down, ignored it. Same with when I was hanging out at my brother's house and his three little kids all under the age of like five and we're all playing on the floor together. I thought, oh, I should say something to him. But then I thought, oh, he's got all these kids. I don't want to bother him. You know, he's got enough on his plate. So kept my mouth shut. Even on the last day when my dad and mom brought me to the airport, Normally, they get out of the car, they drive me up to the, or walk me up to the terminal. Uh, But this time, my dad didn't even get out of the car. He just hugged me through the window, way different than any other time I flew away. And I thought, oh, I got to, like, dad, what's up? What is going on? I didn't say it. I kept my mouth shut. Because, hey, I got a, a flight to catch. Who has time for this right now? And got on the plane went home and I barely had my suitcase unpacked when I got that middle of the night phone call from my brother saying that my dad had suddenly passed away. Now, what happened after that was for a whole year, I went in a downward spiral blaming myself for not speaking up, for not saying anything. It was my fault that my mom was suddenly widowed. It was my fault that all these grandkids no longer had a grandpa. It was my fault that we were going through this upheaval of our lives. That was my fault. I blamed myself for not speaking up. And I will tell you, hand over heart, speaking up is way easier than dealing with the consequences of not speaking up. Now, before I get into what to say and how to say it and when to say it, I want to uh, speak to those who are having a hard conversation or need to have a hard conversation with somebody who might be or is physically abusive. I want to encourage you to still have those conversations, but please do not do it alone. Have somebody else 
with you at that time. Go see a professional, have a mediator of some sort, somebody so you can be safe. Do not have those conversations alone or when they're hot and bothered and angry. Do not have that. Now, before I get into what to say and all that other stuff, I want to remind you that it is not your responsibility on this planet to fix anybody. It is not your responsibility to please everybody. You are not going to please everybody. You're not going to make everybody happy. You're not going to be able to make yourself happy as well as everyone else. It's just not possible. And if there is a disconnect between a couple of people and you, or one person in you, that is okay. That is so okay. And the quicker you part ways, the better it is for everyone to finally get on with their lives, to have the right opportunities come into their lives. So number one, what I recommend is to, if this is a really challenging conversation, if this is really super challenging, write out what you want to say bullet pointed, if anything, have the the reminders of what you want to say directly in front of you and stay to the script. If it gets off script, if you start to go down a rabbit hole about other things, if you, you just start to get caught up in who said what and when and what, pause it. Don't carry on that down that rabbit hole. Let them know that, yeah, I need to think about that. I need to consider that. That isn't what I want to talk about. I don't want to figure out who's wrong or who's right right now. I just want to let you know that I made a decision. That's it. And we can get into who's wrong or who's right later on after we've had this hard conversation and we're not so heated. But right now, just stick to the script and tell them, I'll I'll get back to you. I have to think about that. Stick to the script. And secondly, let them know that you will always, always speak highly of them, regardless. You will always continue to uh, say the best things about them, regardless of what anybody asks. So if you're going through a divorce, I have a lot of friends who are, their, their marriages are crumbling right now. Not a lot. I have a few. I shouldn't say like a lot. I have a few friends that are marriages, they just have to part ways. It's not going to work out. And the families are caught in the middle, of course. And one thing they said is we are going to always speak highly of each other in front of our children, especially, as well as in front of other family members. And if we can't say anything nice, we'll just keep our mouths shut for right now. Even when they're going through some hard, tough decisions that are hurting each other's feelings. And I'm telling you, you can do that. If the other person is going to go off and badmouth you and slander you in front of all your Uh, friends and peers and everybody else and throw your name all over the internet, let them. Let them be. Don't stoop to that level. That is the lowest and lowest of levels. And what they are feeling is the hurt so much that they can't handle it anymore. So they want you to hurt as well. Don't let them get to you at that level. And then lastly, keep it short. (laughs) This isn't a conversation that should go on and on and on unless you're starting to get into solutions and you're starting to speak really well and uh, it's making progress in your relationship. If it is not, if they are steamed and they're accusing you of things or saying negative things to you, you do not have to stay on that call and take that abuse. Your job is to protect yourself, your mindset, and your well-being. 
And if they really want to have that conversation with you, and they really need to have those uh, words with you, schedule it for another time if you feel like it's necessary. So again, one, write down what you want to say. Have it written down in advance. Two, oh, the time, when to talk to them as soon as possible. Honestly, the sooner, the better. The longer you let it drag on, the longer it's going to hurt the rest of your life all areas of your life. You're going to be short-tempered with your kids. You're going to be short-tempered with your spouse or other people because you're just not sure. It's bothering you. It's bothering you and bothering you. So have it as soon as possible. And thirdly, keep it short and sweet. Keep it to the point. Don't accuse them of being bad people. Don't, Don't try to hurt them. Just let them know that you need to move on or whatever you need to do but have that hard conversation. If I could rewrite history, I would have said to my mom at that while we were washing dishes, hey mom, would it be okay if we just booked an appointment for dad just like, and then, you know, we can go do something afterwards? Can we just like get a checkup in while I'm home? Because I'd like to take him, right? That How hard would have that been? Or with my sister, hey, you want to come with me? You know, I, I really want to do this for dad. I just want to make sure he's pretty good. He's got this nagging cough. I really want to get him in. I didn't do it. Seems simple enough, but I didn't do it. What conversations can you have? I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to me at Hey Carla White on Instagram or on Facebook. And on the next episode and going coming up very shortly, we are going to start a money mindset reset challenge because we got to get back into the flow, flow of money. I don't know about you guys, but it's definitely decreased um, the flow of money in and out of people's lives. People are ho- holding on to it more, which is okay. I don't want you to start spending, spending frivolously, but it needs to keep flowing. Just like last week, last episode, I spoke about the the law of give and take and how important that is. And I want to carry on with that. I want to carry on with that conversation and help you bring the wealth into your life that you deserve. Until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, All you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at heycarlawhite. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.